Hello, and welcome to the Thriving Health Professionals podcast. My name is Johnny Marie Agresta, and I am an online business coach, six-figure entrepreneur, and health professional. This is the podcast helping you step into your leadership role as an entrepreneur by confidently embracing your expertise to change the health of society while building your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode three of the Thriving Health Professionals podcast. Today, I'm going to be covering with you guys 15, I believe I have some notes here, 15 things that I have learned over the past year of building my online business. So I do have the things written out just for some guidance. However, there's going to be a little bit of rambling in between, um, going into a lot of detail about what are the things that I learned, how I learned it, why I learned it, how it impacts the way we show up in business, how it's helped me scale so quickly, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So with that being said, let's dive in. So number also random, this is not in any order whatsoever. Um, but number one is stop waiting for the right time. This is something that I learned a very difficult way because I waited about two years to invest in my first business coach. And I kept waiting and I kept waiting and I kept waiting because I just felt like it was not the right time. I didn't have enough money. I was in a ton of debt. I had so many things that were going on and I was just like, I'll keep waiting till I'm ready, right? And we know when it comes to people's health and fitness and um, any sort of shifting in any goals that we try and achieve, there's really never a right time. But it's something that we always experience when we're doing something that's scary, right? And something that's really uncertain and something that causes up to con- causes us to continuously show up for ourselves and do things that we've never done before, right? Again, that scary thing that we are trying to really do. And when we wait for that right time, we just continue waiting because there's never a right time. There's never an easier time, right? I just had somebody who um, was interested in my Rise and Thrive group coaching program, which is my business coaching program for uh, beginner entrepreneurs. And she was interested in joining the first one back in February. And I just messaged her saying, you know, happy uh, Friday. I hope, you know, that your family is safe and stuff during Corona, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And she came back and was just like, oh, thank you so much. And, you know, I really was hoping that for the next Rise and Thrive, I was going to have more money to invest, but I actually don't. And all of these things. And besides the fact that I didn't actually reach out to her for that reason, I genuinely actually cared. Um, I just find it really interesting that, she felt the need to gravitate towards that because obviously it's a thing in her mind where she was waiting for that right time, waiting for the time that we have more money, et cetera, et cetera, didn't take action and still feels really lost in her business, right? And we see it all the time with our health clients, people who get off of sales calls with us, et cetera, et cetera. But again, when it comes to putting ourselves on the line, a lot of times we just keep waiting and we keep waiting. So if you're somebody who's waiting for that right time, but you have that gravitation, you have that pull towards entrepreneurship or investing in a coach or getting you to the next level, do that thing because there's never going to be 
a right time. And if I had invested two years ago in a business coach, I would have um, had my seven figure business at this point already. So that is number one, stop waiting for the right time. Number two is we never have it figured out ever, ever, ever. Whether you're a dietitian or a physical therapist or whatever type of coach that you are or whatever your expertise is, there's always more to know, right? We can have the highest degree as a registered dietitian. We can have our master's. We can have our PhD. We can have 10, 20 years of experience in the field, but there's always more to learn. And so if we keep waiting for that right time and keep waiting until we feel like we have it all figured out and know enough to coach people, et cetera, et cetera, we will always, again, continue waiting. And this is a hard lesson to learn because social media is really, it makes it really easy for us to compare ourselves, right? It makes it really easy for us to look at other people. And we always think that everybody else's shit is better than ours. And we think everybody's smarter than us. Everybody's business is better. Everybody's coaching style is better. And it's, the thing is, we can be an expert at something and somebody else can be an expert in the same thing. And you guys can completely approach the thing that you are solving with completely different methods, right? And so every business coach that I've had has extremely different methods. And it doesn't mean one is better than the other. It just means that one is useful at a certain time in my entrepreneurial journey than the other and everything compounds on each other right so waiting until we have it figured out is a way for us to keep ourselves safe because we are just scared which is okay but don't wait until you feel like you have it figured out because we will never have it figured out right more research is going to come there's going to be a new diet that we end up having to learn and learn how, you know, learn how it impacts us long term, learn how it impacts diabetes, et cetera, et cetera, right? There's so much more to always learn. So acknowledge that you're the expert and the student at the same time. Number three, stay focused while giving yourself grace. This is one of the most important lessons I think I've probably learned is that we can have the most perfect strategies planned out in business. We can have the most perfect launch plans, the most perfect sales scripts, et cetera, et cetera. But as humans, things just don't go as as we planned, right? We are not science experiments in a lab. And so allowing ourselves, giving ourselves grace when things don't go the way that we thought that they would, or allowing us or pulling ourselves out of that negative spiral of like, oh, I feel like a fucking failure. Oh, my launch didn't go right. Oh, this. Oh my goodness, that. And just saying, hey, this is perfectly okay. How can we move forward? So stay freaking focused, stay hyper focused on your strategy and also acknowledge that you need flexibility in your strategy by giving yourself grace and understanding when things don't go as planned or when you woke up and you had this awesome plan for the day and then all of a sudden you did nothing for the day. We're all going to have those days, right? So that is number three. Stay focused on your plan, on your strategy, on your goal while giving yourself grace and understanding and lots of love. Number four, consistency is never what we think it looks like. Same way that consistency in weight loss doesn't look the way we think it does, right? You lose five pounds, then you gain seven, and then you stay up there, and then you might gain a little bit more, and then it goes down a little bit, and then it goes down, and then all of a sudden it drops, right? Same thing with income. Same thing with consistent building 
of your brand building of your business, consistency and income consistency in anything never looks like just a straight incline, right? A a straight line. It's always like an up and down, up and down, up and down thing. And so a lot of times we give up when we have that low month or when a launch didn't go the way that we planned. And we're just like, well, I'm not consistently bringing in something, right? I'm not consistently replacing my nine to five income. I'm not consistently signing new clients. Well, what is your definition of definition of consistency is what I would ask yourself. Because consistency to me just means I'm going to keep waking up every single day and doing the shit. I'm going to keep waking up with that deep mission inside of me, that deep passion, that deep, that deep burning desire to change the health of society through empowering other entrepreneurs. And that's what's consistent for me. The bank account is not consistent. The um, signing of new clients is not consistent. My ability to show up powerfully is not always consistent because as humans, we deal with shit, especially during Corona times right now, right? Our energy is all over the place. And so define consistency as something that makes you feel really good, not by an external factor. Same way for our clients. If you don't lose those, you know, 10 pounds within the first three months, but you lost three and like your weight's kind of just going up and down, up and down. It's going, it's trending down. It's trending down, right? If you stay consistent enough with your habits, if the habits itself are the thing that's consistent, then the weight will eventually go down, right? And so define consistency in a way that makes sense for you and that keeps you going as opposed to makes you feel like shit. Reframe that word consistent for you, okay? Number five, Oh, I love this one. Inner work trumps strategy any day. Oh my goodness. From day one in my business, I have done so much personal development. So much personal development. And personal development is, the way that I like to think of it, is something that makes us, allows us to function better as humans, allows us to control our emotions better allows us to have more energy to take on clients, allows us to really be hyper aware of our surroundings, allows us to notice when we're sabotaging, allows us to say, you know what, today's going to be a really fucking good day, even though Corona's going on and and it feels like um, the world is going to shit right now and we're scared as fuck, right? If you can control your inner world, And notice when you're veering off of the things that make you feel like you're thriving, then your business will flourish way quicker than it would have if you were not aware of your self-sabotage behaviors, if you were not aware of how important personal development was. And so I'll do a whole nother podcast on my book recommendations and um, some authors and podcasts that I do always listen to. But make sure you guys are doing inner work every single day, because as you grow as a human, as you grow and you realize things about yourself, you can start putting the pieces together to become a better coach, to coach other people through their issues quicker, to help help your clients notice when they're sabotaging, right? And when we can truly come from a place of just truly loving ourselves and truly being really happy, regardless of what our bank account looks like, we continue to move forward. We continue to be consistent, going back to number four. 
right? And lack of consistency, lack of strategy, lack of follow through are the things that cause that overwhelm. And that overwhelm causes us to not do shit and to fail and to give up because we just think that it's too freaking hard, right? So I encourage you guys to prioritize inner work every single day of your life. And this is something that as a coach in any of my coaching programs, I work on. Because if your mindset is not on point and we're dealing with things in our life poorly, in a way that's not making us feel good, in a way that we're just like, oh, it's okay, I'll deal with that feeling later. It's going to manifest itself in ways that are going to prevent us from moving forward in business. So when we talk about business being easy, if you've ever heard those terms or that term, it's because we decide that it's going to be easy and we can decide that it's going to be easy because we've done the inner work to decide that anything can be easy. I can have an amazing day no matter what. My launch is going to be amazing no matter what because I'm doing it from an aligned place. I'm doing it from a very happy place. I'm doing it from a very intentional place of this is my mission and this is what I'm doing and the money will come as a result of the things that I do um, as a result of all of this, all of the strategy, all of the inner work, et cetera, et cetera. Right? One of the mantras that I have made canvas off of, off of and have posted on my Instagram um, and just a mantra that I've written down every single day and I've told myself every single day is that do what you know you were put on this earth to do. Honor your passion, serve humanity with your passion and knowledge and the money that you deserve will come. Because when we are happy, when we are thriving, hence the thriving health professional, when we can come into our business every single day consistently doing the things because we're doing it because we just want to and because we know we're meant to do this and we have that deep burning passion and that deep mission, that's when the money actually does come. When we're solely focused on the money, it becomes a lot harder to keep going because there's plenty, plenty of seven-figure entrepreneurs that I know who have had months in the six and seven figures and then the next month they're in you know $1,000, $2,000 in revenue. Same thing with me hitting consistent 20K months. One month it's 30K, the next month it's 13K, right? And so that's the same thing when we're hitting consistent 5K months, consistent 10K months. One month it's 5K, one month it's 0K. It's perfectly fine. We're defining that consistency as an average in terms of income and we're defining being consistent in our business as our actions, as our habits that we are developing to keep us moving forward. And as we keep moving forward, that's when the money we deserve comes. So I hope you guys took away something from that long explanation of why the inner work <laughs> really trumps strategy any fucking day in business. Number six, this is kind of related to number five, which is we don't have business problems. We have life problems. Very simple. The way we handle anything, which is number seven, the way we handle everything, the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. The way we snooze our alarm clock the way that we decide not to wake up in the morning, the way we decide to not show up to our coaching session with our coach, the way that we skip out on actually eating enough throughout the day because we're so busy with our work. The way we handle anything is the way we handle everything because it comes down to your mindset and your habits, not the actual thing. 
right? So make sure that you are showing up in a way for yourself, for your business, for your clients that makes you fucking proud. Make sure that you feel proud in every single way that you are showing up. And if there's something that's a little bit off, maybe it's the snoozing of the alarm clock. Maybe it's, you know, not eating enough, whatever it is, not working out enough, whatever it is. Change that habit, not so that, oh, this is going to make me money, but oh, so that I actually feel really confident in myself because I'm showing up in every aspect possible, right? And when we can do that, we can come back to that idea of the way we do one thing is the way we do everything, right? And if we're lazy in one area of our life, we're going to be lazy in a lot of other areas. We're going to be slacking in a lot of areas. And so as an entrepreneur, being hyper aware of your actions is key. Of your reactions is key. But we'll get into that in, um, I think that's number nine. Um, But yes, the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. So if you're unconfident in one area, you're going to be unconfident in a lot of other areas. Number eight. Oh, I love this one too. It's okay to be selfish. I, I'm not sure where this whole idea of selfishness became a bad thing in the world or, had a ne- or has a negative connotation. People are like, oh, well, you're just fucking selfish. You don't care about me. No, I care about you and I'm selfish. It's perfectly okay. If we're not selfish about the things that we want and we don't give ourselves the things that we want, who are we expecting to give us those things? It's the same thing as the word greedy. I don't know where greedy came about where it's a negative thing. Wanting more, wanting more money, wanting an indefinite amount of money is not a bad thing. It's only a bad thing if you associate it with a bad thing. Maybe if you're like stealing from people and like lying to people, sure, that's not the way that I would run business. But it's important to be selfish. And if you want a fuck ton of money, if you want to have a massive business, if you just want a lot of time to yourself, like you give yourself the things you need. This is your experience on this earth. Nobody else. And we have to be selfish and we have to think of us first Because when we think of us first, then we can give to our kids, then we can give to our husbands, then we can give to our clients. But if we are not giving ourselves the things that we need and we're not being selfish enough to take that fucking time, you cannot keep giving to other people. There's, there has to be a balance between you giving to other people and you taking things for yourself. And we are the sole contributor to what we need in this world because when we give ourselves everything that we need we give the love that we need we give ourselves the food and the nourishment that we need we give ourselves the exercise that we need then we can sit there and build a multiple six-figure business so that's when we talk about morning routines as an entrepreneur and that's why it's so fucking important my morning routine which i'll probably do a whole nother podcast on that is about like two two and a half hours long sometimes three four hours I'm very, very relaxed with my morning routine. I make sure I give myself everything I need before I look at my phone, which is not always the case, but like before I go on Voxer, (laughs) let's do that. Before I check emails, before I get back to anybody else, because we can easily run ourselves into the ground when we do not give ourselves everything that we need. So I encourage you to be fucking selfish, define what it is that you need and define what you want your experience to look like on this earth that's up to you to cultivate which brings me to number nine 
Become hyper aware of your actions, feelings, thoughts, and surroundings. This is a key, a key factor of any successful entrepreneur is self-awareness and reflection. Same way in our health coaching clients, we might or whatever type of coach you are, we encourage them to reflect every single day, set their intentions every single day, reflect on them. Why didn't you do the things that you set out to do? Why did you do the things that you set out to do, right? Why did you lose weight? Why didn't you lose weight, right? Continuously being aware of that. But I want you guys to take it a step further with yourself as well as your clients. Take it into thoughts. Take that awareness into feelings, Be hyper aware of the things that you say, because the things you say, the things you feel will come true. It's like when you, when you, um, feel really negative and it's raining outside and you forgot your rain boots at home and you're wearing fucking flats and it's raining, then your umbrella fucking breaks. And then you're like, ah, this is a miserable day. You pour your coffee on yourself. You get into a car accident, you get to work and everything hits the fucking fan. Right. And you're like, why is everything happening on this day? Our energy inside our feelings, our thoughts, what we believe is going to happen does actually come true. This is the power of manifestation, changing your internal being, internal world, internal energy to cultivate your external energy field, your external experience, right? If you've ever known someone who's like obscenely happy all the fucking time, right? No matter what goes on, you're like, how the fuck, right? We can choose to be that person too. And then the higher vibe that we are, which comes from being hyper aware of everything that we are thinking, everything that we are saying, everything that we are doing, the more we attract money, the more we attract the perfect clients, the happier we are, the more thriving we feel. And when we cut when we can wake up every single day knowing our triggers, knowing the things that we sabotage in our life, knowing the things that are going wrong before they actually even go wrong because we can feel something's off and we take a step back and we're like, whoa, what's that thing? There's that thing again. We can cultivate a happier reality, which includes a lot more fucking money. And so focus on filling your cup up, focus on fill, being hyper aware of yourself and your thoughts, especially your speech. If you say, I hope this launch goes well, that's like your client saying, I hope I lose weight. Well, are you doing the things? Okay, beautiful. Then why wouldn't it happen? And if it doesn't happen the way that you planned, how can you still be successful around it? Right? And just being hyper aware of everything because what you say, what you think, what you feel is deflected outside of you and gets reflected right back to you. So If you take nothing away from this podcast, takeaway number nine, becoming hyper aware of yourself, thoughts, actions, and surroundings. Number 10, do not go at this alone ever, ever, ever. We might think again, we have it all figured out. We might think we have all of these strategies figured out. And I talked about this a little bit in the power of investing in my second um, podcast of why I invested hundred K in my business within the first two years of, um, being open. And it's very, very easy to fall down that negative spiral. 
And coaching is necessary at every single level. So make sure that you're not going at this alone. It's important to have somebody there celebrating your wins and helping you up through the lows. Number 11, go with your full ass into everything. If you're going half-ass into something, if you're going half-ass into your lunch, half-ass into your business, half-ass into that client session, you're on Instagram in the meantime, you're emailing people, you're thinking about something else, you're not fully present, you will get half-ass results and so will your clients. Go in with your full fucking ass every single time. Stay hyper-focused and give yourself grace, coming back to number three. But do not go at this alone and go in with your full ass into everything. Number 13, act out of possibilities, not your current reality. If you keep acting out of your current reality, you keep feeling the same things that your current reality gives you. You keep only investing what's comfortable. Even if nothing's comfortable, you keep doing small things you're going to keep staying in the same position. How quickly do you want to succeed in business? That's up to you. I've succeeded extremely quickly as per my definition of success was meeting my goal of six figures and impacting people's lives and things like that. But I'm also successful in so many other ways and internally I've become just a different human, but that's for a different um, podcast. But act out of the possibilities of what could happen with that investment. Get super, super clear on what's possible in your life because, my love, everything that you want is fucking possible. And if you keep acting out of your current reality, you're just going to continue to create your current reality, which brings me back to number one and number two. Stop waiting for the fucking right time. Do the thing that you want to do right now because not doing it is not doing anybody good. And you you will never have it all figured out. The quickest way to actually learn is by fucking doing. The quickest, the quickest way to clarity is by fucking doing. By fucking it up and learning and doing it again. And then learning what works. So act out of your possibilities. You are capable of so many things. And do the things that light you up. Number 13, we have three more. Number 13 super important, guys. Read, read, read. Read every single day of your life. Personal development books. Gabby Bernstein. If you're an entrepreneur and you haven't read her, you need to go read her right now. Money mindset books. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a phenomenal money mindset book. A more strategic um, money book is Profit First. Phenomenal book as well. Um, Read lots of manifestation books. And then read for fun too. Right now I'm reading Gossip Girl. I'll probably start reading Harry Potter after this. And I, and I mingle it in with um, personal development and business books. But read every single day. Reading is a form of like brainwashing ourselves to believe the things that we are trying to achieve. So read because it will open up your mind in so many different ways. Number 14, stay focused on service and inner growth. Staying focused on service, staying focused on your mission, remembering why you are doing this is going to help you continue moving forward even when the launch didn't go as planned. And focusing on inner growth as a to-do in your business every single day is going to help you improve your mind. 
help you increase self-belief, help you increase confidence. So staying focused on service and personal development and inner growth is the key to success in business. Yes, the strategy is so important, but the strategy doesn't mean shit if you don't fucking have this mindset of service and this mindset of inner growth. So focus on both of those every single day. And then third is going to be like your to-dos of like, I have to post and I have to serve clients and things like that. But focus on how can I serve my community? How can I get my mission and message out there? And how can I help myself grow as a human today? The quicker you grow as a human, again, I cannot say this enough, the quicker your business will grow. And number 15, do what fucking excites you. Pick a business, even if you are majoring in art and you love science and you love uh, personal training, get really fucking good at that craft. Get really good. Read as much as you can. Learn from the best in the field. Find someone to teach you. Notice how I didn't say certification, but that has a whole different thing behind it. Certifications are helpful, but learn from people. Don't be scared to fucking ask questions. Become so fucking good and never stop learning at at your craft. And make sure that it fucking excites you. Because when you have to do that thing every fucking day, it needs to be exciting to you. And you need to be really fucking good at it. And it needs to make you money, right? But above all, it needs to excite you. You need to be good at it so you have confidence so that you know how to transform people, so that you know how to help people. And continue learning. Don't think you're ever done. And make sure that it fucking excites you. So I hope that these list of 15 things that I have learned over the past year of being an entrepreneur, online entrepreneur specifically, has helped you in some way, shape, or form. I would love, love, love for you to DM me on Instagram. uh, Screenshot this post screenshot this podcast rather, post it on your stories, tag me, let me know your biggest takeaway. Please DM me if this did help you in any way, shape or form. If you liked anything that I said, I'm always, always open to connection. With that being said, I hope you guys have a fabulous day and I will see you in the next episode.